Well, hello everybody. This is the Solid Love podcast, and I'm here again with my beautiful, amazing, extraordinary. Oh goodness! <laughs> hello, Mary Kasaka. <laughs> hello. <laughs> and uh, we're here again. This is episode 14, and um, last time, episode 13. Those of you that have not heard that episode, we started off with this whole subject of unity in marriage, mm-hmm. unity in marriage. And uh, we talked about values, right? Yes. It was mm-hmm. really, really rich. And so I encourage if you, you if you have not listened to that one, it's available and um, on all the platforms that we're on, Apple, Spotify, you name it. But this this podcast, we're going to continue in this era of unity because it... it it touches on a number of areas mm-hmm. of unity in terms of how it works its way out. Right. And we wanted to continue to extrapolate that. And so today we're going to talk about some practical situations yes. mm-hmm. that affect unity, mm-hmm. where we have to preserve unity mm-hmm. as as uh, as a married couple. Yeah. So um, we want to first rehearse again the kind of like the anchoring scripture to this, and there are a number of them, but I want to refer back to Matthew 19 and verse 6. And it says here, again, this is in context with Jesus having a tussle with the religious leaders, and they're trying to trap him in mm-hmm. this area of divorce. <laughs> and so he he answers back, and he says, So, and this is verse 6 of chapter 19 of Matthew, So they are no longer two, but one flesh what therefore god has joined together let not man separate they are no longer two but one flesh mm-hmm. and and that's what we're talking about how there's this amazing spiritual reality that god himself recognizes this covenantal re- relationship that when a man and woman come together in marriage they become one mm-hmm. it's just amazing to me <clears throat> but it has a higher purpose because it reflects, you know, Christ's uh, relationship with his church. Mm-hmm. It, re- it, re- it reflects the divine unity, you know, of the Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That there's this, this relationship is sacred, it's holy, and, and Jesus himself, these are his words. I think his words are very important. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they are one. So, um, we're talking about practical situations today, and some of these situations involve in-laws and extended family. Mm -hmm. When we get married, um, you know, we're supposed to leave and cleave. Right. Man shall leave his father father and mother and cleave. cleave. Literally, yeah. If you can think of cleave, cleave is like what's, that's that's a really strong image, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And so this, this unit is new. It's a new union. It's a separate union. It's a new family that has come out of two other families. Mm-hmm. But it's a new family mm-hmm. on, in and of itself. And so this is important to recognize. And so how do we, how do we demarcate this? How do we work this out um, when you have the expectations of two different families yeah. on this one union? So the first admonition is for... Parents-in-law. <laughs> <laughs> right. Parents-in-law. Uh, that their role really is to seek and enhance that new family. Right. 
and and not to uh, impose their own expectations that don't support or enhance that new family. Mm-hmm. Um, they they need to have certain boundaries that they put and 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 recognize that okay. Um, this whole area of how they parent and and how they raise their children, um, it's something that they have to walk through themselves. Right. Right. Yeah. We're all new at it when we do it, right? Yeah. We were new at it when we did it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Our children, when they have children, will be new at it. Yes. There's a lot to figure out. Yes. They can ask for your help. Yeah. But uh, getting in there and messing with it. It's yeah. just not not going to be helpful, or um, getting in between. Yeah, yeah, getting in between, or uh, in between the husband and wife, and, and accusing, accusing, or or, or, or trying or to say, oh, I don't think you should do it that way. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, like getting in between when one one of those parents gives a. Uh, is trying to parent their child yeah, yeah. and you get in there and say, Oh, I don't think that's a good idea. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I think a good example are Jacob and Laban. Oh yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Poor Jacob. Right. Yeah. And, and, and you know, he's, he loves Rachel. He has to work seven years for her. Guess what? Guess what? Laban gives him Leah. Mm-hmm. We know the whole story. He works another seven years and he finally gets Rachel but he still has to keep working, right? Mm-hmm. And then he, and so he can't leave the family. He's just like, man, you know. And he, anyway, he has to steal away, right? Right. And <laughs> I think Jacob met his match in, in his in Laban. In Laban, right, <laughs> yeah. right, right. And and finally, Laban has to let him go. But mm-hmm. I think that that story is a really good example of that. But we we also see that even, you know. Uh, when we look at Isaac and Rebecca and, and setting up their new home, we see these examples of these units, these family units. They were distinct. Um, they had their own children and and so forth. So we we need to, those of us who are parents-in-law, we're now parents-in-law, right? Right, right, yay. <laughs> you know, yay, we have grandkids. <laughs> and, so, and a lovely daughter-in-law. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we, we seek to, to respect them in that, that they're a, uh, a unique family unit, and and God is, has raised them up, and and they need to have their own family identity. That's really really key. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the next area of admonition is for friends, mm. right? Yeah, and uh, I know Mary, you have some thoughts on this, right? Yeah, well, you know, it's great to have for me to have girlfriends mm-hmm. and and um, people that I enjoy spending time with, and for you, you have guy friends. Yes. Um, but there are some things. I mean, my my friends don't do this, but it's something that can happen. Mm-hmm. You know, where let's say um, you know a wife is out with her girlfriends, and mm-hmm. um, uh, and maybe the friends are really critical. Yeah of her husband or their marriage and start putting accusatory thoughts in her mind mm-hmm. um, and maybe giving ungodly advice. Um, another thing they could do is is um, when, um, you know, this shouldn't happen, but, you know, like maybe a wife goes out with her friends and, um, and she's complaining to her, her friends about mm-hmm. her husband. Yes, yes. 
and um, which again is not a good idea, right. not a good thing to do. Right. Um, <clears throat> but the role of, <clears throat> excuse me, the role of a friend is always to speak unity into that marriage yeah. and to speak to that friend who's complaining about her husband. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, to not take sides. Uh, one thing I've always said, you know, you never say, I can't believe he did that. Right. You know, yeah. because then you're just, you are, um, you are making a more decisive line of separation between that friend and her husband. And uh, you want to, you want to always be on the side of the marriage, yes. not on the side of the wife or the husband, Correct. always on the side of the marriage. And there's a, a good scripture for that. In Ephesians four twenty nine, yes. Mm-hmm. Let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up, mm-hmm. as fits the occasion, that it may give grace to those who hear. And um, you know, so you want to uh, speak words of life yes. into someone else's marriage as a friend, and I think that's really important. That's right. Yeah, there's another. Scripture in Proverbs chapter 16, verse 24, it says, Gracious words are like a honeycomb, sweetness to the soul and health to the body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so so our speech should be more in the vein of encouraging, lifting up mm-hmm. Absolutely. For, for the marriage. We're not taking sides. Right. Really, really, really important. Really important. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and also, what about, you know, sometimes you, you get into a marriage and you have special friends, right? Um, and, you know, they could be same, you know, they're opposite sex friends that you may have had mm-hmm. prior, right? So what, what priority, what, what, how do we handle those? Well, I really don't think that's a good idea. <laughs> There you go. I, I mean, I don't have, I've never had a desire to have male friends outside of you. Yeah. Uh, especially since we've been married. So yes. um, I think it's it's playing with fire. Yes. Um, you know, because a very important part of our marriage relationship is our friendship. Yes. It's really a very important part of it. And if I need, uh, if I need another male friend... Uh, that just seems so very lopsided. It does. Um, and I, you know, I think of the proverb. There's always, there's always a proverb for that. Mm-hmm. Proverbs four twenty three. Mm-hmm. Keep your heart with all vigilance, for from it flow the springs of life. We really have to protect our hearts. Yes. Um, and protect our hearts from other, you know, other, um, uh, you know, opening ourselves up to potential um, romantic. Yes. relationships outside of marriage. Mm-hmm. It's just absolutely a no. That's right. And even then you also have Ephesians 5.1. Yes, yes. Which says there should not be even a hint, yeah, a hint. Yeah. of sexual immorality among mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, if a wife has a guy friend, mm-hmm. you know, and she wants to go do lunch with her guy friend, you know, other people see her, That's that's looks like they're having a date. Yeah. Yeah, it's just not appropriate. Even if it's a work relationship. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah, well then don't go alone. Yeah, exactly. Don't exactly. go with just the two of you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, and, and you know we're we're also dealing with a, a battle in this in the spiritual realm as well. No, no doubt. Um, 
I firmly believe, you know, Satan's called a schemer. He's, he's always strategizing how he can undermine God's purposes, but especially marriage, because mm-hmm. again, of what it reflects in terms of God and his character and Christ and the church. So uh, marriages are a target in this day. Yeah, the stakes are so high. Yeah, they're just a target. And, and so you've, you've got to be vigilant. You guard your heart and you guard your ways. Mm-hmm. You guard your ways. Um, it's it's very 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 important not to give the devil any foothold at all. Yeah, I agree. As far as the marriage relationship, so we need to have a high view of mm-hmm. marriage. Right. Um, not only the couple themselves, but the people around the couple mm-hmm. need right. to have a high view of this new union. And I think in a marriage ceremony, sometimes even I, you know, I will I will call on those who are present right. to support this union mm-hmm. that they pledge to support. They support. They pledge to to encourage this union every way possible. You know, many times when we've, I know, Mary, you and I, when we've had couples in our home or we've counseled couples, um, even our own friends, mm-hmm. we've always told them, we're for the marriage. Yeah. Right? Yeah, we're, we're not for the husband or we, the wife. <laughs> and, and so when someone comes tattletaling to us, you mm-hmm. know, one of the spouses comes in and just tattletales, say, hey, you know, he's doing this, he's doing that, we always come back and say, well, um, we're going to focus on you. Mm-hmm. Right, <laughs> and right. We'll, and, and we're not going to focus on the other spouse. We're going to focus on you, and we're going to pray for your spouse, and we're going to pray for you together um, because we're for the marriage. We want to see this marriage flourish. Yeah. That's always been our our MO. Yep. Right? Definitely. Absolutely. Right. right. Yep. So, so, yeah, we're in a war. There's mm-hmm. a battle going on. So we work for unity, and from from the those that are, you know, whether they're extended family members, parents-in-law, working for the unity of this new relationship, and then it extends <clears throat> into parenting. Mm-hmm. Um, now we know that in parenting, uh, we get a lot of advice from different corners uh-huh. <laughs> about how we should parent, um, what kind of parents we are, uh, what, we're, uh, what we're exposing our kids to, and so forth. And, and there's a whole litany, right, mm-hmm. of, of um, just uh, cultural stuff that's out there, advice and, and this and that, and socialization and all that. Um, but one of the things we learned is that the marriage relationship is the most important and central relationship of a family. Mm-hmm. When the kids come in, they have the privilege of being part of the family. Right. They're not the center of it all. Right. They're, they're not the fulcrum of the universe, yeah, so to speak, right? And and they're not going to be around for, <laughs> I mean, you know, they're not going to be living in the home. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for long. Yes. Yeah. The the marriage is the most important, and so if there's a healthy marriage, you're gonna, kids are gonna be stable, and mm-hmm. they're gonna be a lot happier and secure and secure exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you you fight for the relationship more, and so you um, you avoid child centered parenting. Mm-hmm. And this is very, very important, especially in light of what we know today, 
where it's all about the kids, mm-hmm. you know, and parents get so, so engrossed in that that when the kids leave, they have nothing left. Yeah. They haven't been working on their marriage. Right. And guess what? Sometimes even during the raising of the kids, uh, the marriage suffers. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and sometimes doesn't last, uh, unfortunately. And so this is really important to keep in mind that the marriage relationship, the unity of the marriage is so crucial. And so sometimes you have to make it a point, no matter what's going on with the kids, that you do things to, to promote the health of your marriage. Um, I remember once in you know a class that we took, um, they talked about couch time, mm-hmm. and that's a you you know that's a euphemism for having time for each other, right? Uh, time to talk during the day, every day, to say no, we're going to have our time, we're going to debrief, we're going to talk about the day, because you know um, sometimes one spouse has just had a day of just little human beings talking at her and she wants an adult (laughs) (laughs) true that (laughs) and so and so it's important it's important to to pray together and to connect and to nurture the marriage relationship and well i was just gonna say one of the things that's important about quote-unquote couch time is that the kids see the parents interacting in such a way so that uh, it's not uh, and for us you know, we were not formal about it. Okay, mm-hmm. this is couch time. We're going to sit down on the couch mm-hmm. and, um, you know, have our couch time because life is busy and there's a lot going on. Mm-hmm. There'd be evenings that you had appointments or meetings and things like that. Right. Um, but it's the principle. And there were plenty of times, many, many times, you know, that the kids insho- saw us enjoying each other, um, having conversations with each other and very engaged in our relationship yeah and and that you know and they were uh they could be onlookers to it but they were not all a part of it yes yeah 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 and and another thing too is they need to see a unified front mm-hmm. oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> absolutely that's like a number one <laughs> because kids will exploit Oh goodness, yeah. They're you not know. they're not stupid. <laughs> they will they'll exploit, you know, when there's a little chink in the armor. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and uh and say, Oh, I'll go to that one parent because they give me a little slack. Yeah. And and again, so the unified front again presents this that you guys are one. You are unified. Right. Yeah. In terms of disciplining, in terms mm-hmm. of, you know, how you approach different things to do with the children. Yeah. Uh, even if you don't agree, yeah, you know, with yeah. how the other uh, parent is doing the parenting at the moment, you don't talk about it right then. You know, that's right. Stop that! Why are you te- why are you treating him that way? You know, I mean, that's so divisive. Mm-hmm. And you know, that would be a conversation you would have in private, mm-hmm. talk it through, figure yeah. out, you know, what did you not like about the way the other parent was parenting? Yeah, try to come up with a solution. But not in front of the kid. Not oh, my in front of the kids. Goodness. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Yes. So avoid arguments and disputes in front of the kids. Yeah. Really, really important. Um, and I think it's important that the kids see you being affectionate with each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, even though it may be a little ooh for them. Yeah. That, that was always funny. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. Like, ooh, mom and dad. Ooh, stop kissing. Stop. <laughs> 
Um, but uh, I think it, it, even though they're, they may be a little put out by it, I think they, they actually are made more secure. Oh, absolutely. It's just something that shows them mom and dad are okay, mm-hmm. that they have a great relationship. All is well in my world. And, yeah. And one of the things that we're doing is we're modeling for them what a healthy male-female relationship looks like. Mm-hmm. And when they grow up and they're interacting with members of the opposite sex, they have a model. Mm-hmm. I remember how, you know, for if you have sons, you know, they, they look at me as a father and how I treat yeah. Mary. Oh, yeah. Right? How I treat their mom. It's a very, very important image for them to have. Right. When they become married, and thankfully, you know, we have a son who's married now. Mm-hmm. And we're very proud of him because Absolutely. he's doing a great job, yeah. I, th- I think, at least from my standpoint. Oh, I totally agree. And he married a gem. Yeah, Total he married gem. a gem. So, mm-hmm. And likewise, you know, if you have daughters, right, they look, mm-hmm. they look at how uh, the wife uh, responds to the husband. Mm-hmm. And it's a model for them. So we're modeling, we're teaching, and so it's important that, uh, that they see that. They see that. Yeah, and even, you know, we talked a couple of, uh, episodes ago about levity. Yes. You know, how wonderful to laugh together and, and you know, that your children see that. Yes. You know, yes. they may not get the joke, but they, they laugh too. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, and it's really, really important that they see that. So in closing, we'd like to um, just end here with a scripture that's uh, real poignant. It's one of those scriptures that talk about putting on something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, putting on qualities uh, of the Spirit uh, to help us with all these things. So, Mary, I'm going to have you read. Sure. Yeah. This is Colossians 3, verses 12 to 14, ESV. Put on, then, as God's chosen ones, holy and beloved, compassionate hearts, kindness, humility, meekness, and patience, bearing with one another, and, if one has a complaint against another, forgiving each other. As the Lord has forgiven you, so you also must forgive. And above all these, put on love, which binds everything together in perfect harmony. Amen. Amen. The glue is love. Yeah, the glue is love. The Word of God does not disappoint. That's right. That's right. Well, we we hope these little practical... um, areas that we can apply unity have helped you and like i said if you um have any questions just contact us through social media and Mm -hmm. we'll be glad to uh release what we believe hopefully is scriptural uh answers Mm -hmm. to your questions well we hope you'll join us next time on our next episode we're going to continue to discuss the topic of unity and marriage in practical areas and the area we're going to tackle next time is finances oh boy finances (laughs) show me the money (laughs) that's right we hope you'll join us then too yes god God bless god bless you all bye bye bye